When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello and welcome to The Paddock and the Pavilion with Stephen Wallace. In each show, Stephen will interview someone connected to the world of horse racing or cricket. Hello everyone. On today's podcast, I'm delighted to welcome back Chris Millard, the Managing Director of the Barmy Army, for one of our podcast update editions. Chris previously appeared on episode 69. Welcome back, Chris. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me back. Well, I must start by asking you about your prediction for last summer's England versus India Test Series. You said England mm. would beat Virat and the boys 3-1. What happened? Well, it's still in the balance. We can still draw it. I'm very confident we will. We'll, um, we'll do the business when they come over to Edgebaston, Fortress Edgebaston, with um, thousands of Barmy Army members there. We'll, we'll make sure we draw the series to all. What's your thoughts on England's current form? One win out of 17. It's yeah, it's a it's a shocking spell, isn't it, for the for the test side? It's not something uh, anyone can be proud of. I think if you analyse all the games that have led up to to where we are now, the incredibly bad record, it's it's down to the structure and the setup. Unfortunately, the way that um, the way that they've handled test cricket over the past five years and the prioritisation of the white ball team in the T Twenty format, but also the ODI format, is um, is has come out in the wash for everyone to see now, sadly. And I just hope that if there is change at the ECB at the top when Tom Harrison steps away and someone else replaces him, I hope they realise how much love there still is for Test cricket and that while the Barmy Army are around and while Test cricket is still the favourite sport for a lot of fans within the game, I hope they can put some more prioritisation behind the Red Bull team and really... Give the, give the guys what they need to go and be the number one test team in the world again. Let's let's hope it's within the next 10 years. I firmly believe it can be, um, but it does need a, a complete reset from the ECB. And that's a very good point. Do you get, with the Barmy Army or test tours, get a complete range of male, female and age groups in all the groups? Yes. Yeah, we, we've got an incredibly good demographic. It's uh, A lot of people assume the Barmy Army is uh, young lads on tour, drinking all day and having a party every night. It's just simply not the case. 
we've got an incredibly diverse demographic. We've got one lady who's in her mid-70s and she's done the last 28 tours on her own. She's an independent traveller. She comes away, she gets behind the Barmy Army and the England team because that's what she likes being a part of. She likes the sense of community that the Barmy Army brings and the sense of belonging it brings as well as a, a single female traveller. She feels safe within the Barmy Army, safety in numbers, and, and we look after her accordingly. So it just it, it is incredibly diverse and it, it's a wonderful thing to be a part of um, if, you, if you give it a chance to, to get involved. Well, that's a good advert for, you know, the, the interest in Test Cricket. Yeah, absolutely. Um, test Cricket is, for me, it's still thriving. You saw the, the amount of fans that followed England to the Caribbean. It was phenomenal to see so many people there with, with arguably one of the worst Test teams we've had for quite a while, still supporting them, getting behind them and seeing them get very close in, in um two test matches and let's be honest the West Indies series was lost in two sessions of cricket the first two test matches we had some really good performances some really encouraging debuts and some encouraging performances um, and then two bad sessions in the third test has, has cost the series and caused a, a lot of angst in the media towards the team in the setup so I think some of it was unfair uh, but some of it probably was just as well one win in 17 isn't good enough as the, the boys will tell you but there was a lot of positives on that tour as well. And the Barmy Army, as you, as you say, were back on tour in the Caribbean. What was it like? You went there yourself being part with the with the team again, cheering the lads on. It was a relief, really. I, I think you've, one thing that COVID's taught us all is you have to savour the good times and, and make sure you enjoy them. It'd been two and a half years without a tour. Um, a lot of planning went into it and a lot of effort from the team went into it. To see people delighted and having such a good time, events being so well attended, people just genuinely grateful and thankful for being on the tour was a was a real relief and a real um, memory to savour for everyone. Were the numbers better than ever because of a delay and we hadn't been since South Africa early 2020? That's correct. It was it was a, a mix of everything, really. I guess we, we had the best ever numbers for the West Indies by, by a uh, landslide, really. Um, there was no... Ashes tour, which probably led, led into some people that saved money to go on the Ashes tour, wanted to come to the West Indies. But I, I just feel there was a real good feel to being able to be back on tour, back supporting England and back doing what everyone loves so much. And I think the numbers we'll see on the next few tours will be incredibly um, good because it's what people enjoy and people love love following England away from home and, and watching chess cricket. And a few new, few new players means a few new songs. Who sets up the new... New Barmy Army songs for people like Matt. It was, yeah, it was Saki incredible. Mood, yeah. Matt and Saqib had had songs almost before they bowled a ball for test in a test match. So it was, um, it was great. Like, anyone could come up with a song. It's, it's completely down to people to have a have a go and come up with a song and take it to the terraces and speak to the trumpeter and say, "Can you play this?" He'll say yes because he can play everything, and then and then give it a go and. That happened so organically with Sack and, and with Matty. It was really great to see. And you've got a new trumpeter as well, haven't you? Finchie, yeah. Finchie's wonderful. He's um, headlined Glastonbury three times. So being the Barmy Army trumpeter probably isn't his most challenging gig, but it, he says it's the one he loves the most. It's really his passion. He loves Test cricket. And um, he said he'd much prefer to be on tour with us than at Glastonbury. So that's a compliment, eh? Well, the weather's probably going to be better if he's on tour with you than Glastonbury. Well, it depends where we're on tour. We have been to Ireland before, don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But on a more serious note, how has the Barmy Army how has the Barmy Army been affected financially with the pandemic? It's been a challenge. Um, we're, we're obviously we're through the through the trouble now, and we're through the the darker days, if you like. It was really challenging when we last spoke. We were in the midst of it, weren't we? And it was it was a troubling time for everyone within the game, not knowing when the next um, stadium was going to be open for fans and you're going to be able to do what we did, know and love. But uh, we're just thankful that we've been able to have a West Indies tour and we've been able to um, keep sending people on tour, but also making sure that people can. Um, access everything online still see the Barmy Army what we're all about and what we're doing and it's been really well received the, the only real I guess downside has been no Ashes tour for the Barmy Army is huge financially for the Barmy Army it's one of the highest uh, it is the the most lucrative tour that, that we run by an absolute um, country mile so that was a shame but I'm, I'm all for resting on the positives and not not standing still so it's all about building towards the next tour and, and hopefully growing the business into um, what I think it can be which is other sports all over the world and, and really getting behind the true Barmy Army style of support um, all over the world But you do, did have some expats who were living in Australia at the Ashes Tour how did that work out? I think they enjoyed it their cricket obviously wasn't great so it was a bit of a challenge but um, no they they did a really good job for us they represented the brand we've got two and a half thousand members in Australia they were flying the flag for the Barmy Army and they did a really good job in doing that um, quite well albeit the team weren't um, doing doing the best but they, they did a great job of trying to support the best they can So you probably gained a few more for the 2025-26 Ashes Tour now it will be huge, yeah. We, we've no doubt that it will be absolutely massive, that tour. Um, it feels like a long way away right now. There's a lot that's got to happen before then, but I think that tour is going to be incredible, absolutely incredible. And I, let's hope it's the um, English test team is on a bit of a crest of a wave going into it and we can have a really competitive series. Well, let's hope so. Uh, other exciting news, you're sponsoring a team in the Fairbreak International Women's T20 event in Dubai. Yes, we are. We've, we've kept it under wraps for a while now. Our, our co-founder, Paul Burnham, has been working on this project for probably the last six to 12 months. And he, he's put a lot of time and effort into making sure that we're there to support the women's game, but also support this, this new initiative, which is wonderful. Um, I think the clue's in the title, fair break. And if we can give our, our nod or our seal of approval and sponsor a team and really support the growth of the women's game, then, then we want to do that. We we envisage a world where we're taking groups of Barmy Army fans overseas to watch the women's team in the Ashes in, in World Cup. So it uh, might be a, a little bit of time away now, but we really do feel that that, that will happen within the next five years. And we, we really want to start supporting women's cricket in a big way. Well, this event is being played in Dubai between the 1st of May and the 15th of May. The six teams in it. Um, the Barmy Army have got some very jazzy kit I've seen on the website. Uh, uh, you've got Deandra, Deandra Dottin, who took that fantastic catch against England playing for the for the Barmy Army team, um, coached by Lydia Green, Greenway um, from England, and also Roberta Moretti-Avery, who I've spoken to previously on this podcast, is is playing for the Barmy Army team. We've got a strong side, yeah, from all over the world. Um, there's, a, there's plenty of nations playing in this. We, we, we seem to have got um, a fair amount of some of the key players that have done really well recently in the World Cup. Yeah, we, we've got some very exciting, talented players. We've got 
Roberta, who came up with the incredible shot and went viral in the UK all over social media. So I'm hoping to see some Brazilian flair in the Barmy Army shirt during the tournament. And obviously, Lydia, as the coach, is um, a very experienced person that will know about the Barmy Army and know about um, the women's game, how we can get the best out of our team and hopefully win the tournament. It'd be nice to see Barmy Army win the first fair break international tournament. Yes, and I spoke to Roberta earlier, and this is what she said about the event. Well, I'm really excited about fair break. Um, I remember getting contacted by Sean Martin a uh, few months ago, and I, 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 I couldn't believe how big the event was when he started talking about uh, 90 players from all over the world playing in the six teams and these huge names. When you look at the name list over there, and I was seriously touching like, I can't believe I'm going to play with this caliber of players. So we're very excited. Uh, me and Laura Cardoso from Brazil are, are heading over there and we can't wait to share a lot of experience and learn, isn't it? Learn from all these amazing players. It's going to be a great tournament. Now you've got nine countries represented in the Barmy Army team. Nine countries in one team. Imagine that. We have been practicing our calling in English here. <laughs> Just to make sure that we're not going to say anything in Portuguese over there. Nobody's going to understand. <laughs> and what does it mean, though, do you think, for women's cricket? I think it's going to show the whole world they have the opportunity of playing in big tournaments. Uh, I know that we have uh, WBBL, we have the 100, we have all these international players, the Pakistan League coming in now, the Caribbean League coming in. But the 100 shows at each country represented over there is going to have players coming back to their squad and saying, this is the opportunity that we have. If we keep playing, if we keep practicing, we are going to be instant role models and show that pathway is not only our national side, it's bigger than that. So I think that's going to create a big legacy in every country that takes part of it. And that, that's going to be very important for the development of uh, women's cricket overall. I, I think that's going to be the showcase. For example, Laura Cardoso, she's a 17-year-old player for Brazil. She's just starting. So uh, she, she goes well in a tournament like that. She has another 10, 15 years of her career to be fighting for spots on WBL, the 100, the Caribbean Premier League. So I think this is going to be really amazing for to, as a starting point for, for women. And the, I, I don't think we have a tournament, a women's tournament that's represented like that in the whole world. So, yeah, I, I, that's why I think maybe I didn't believe it. They started and said, I never heard of that. What is this? I can't believe that this is real, that they are doing that, but it is. And playing for the Barmy Army team, you've got some jazzy new kit. They they should start a song for you, Roberta. Oh, I love the Barmy Army. I can't wait to be playing for them. Uh, we have a connection from years back, uh, and I, I can't wait. I'm very excited. The kit looks awesome, uh, but to be there with the Barmy Army, the energy is going to be amazing, so we can't wait. Moving on, what have you got planned for the summer? We've got lots of cricket, three different test test series as such. We've got New Zealand, three tests, one test against India, and three tests against South Africa. We've got a, an exciting schedule in the UK. There's a lot of cricket going on, a lot of um, battles to be won. We've got some events going on, cricket games throughout the summer. We've got some golf games going on, Barmies, the annual Barmies Awards is day one of the Edgebaston test where we could vote for the fans player of the year. 
and have a bit of a party with a special guest, which will be a really good event. We've not been able to run that event for three years now, so it'll be a special event when we're able to do it again. Um, plenty going on. And then also there's a Netherlands tour chipped into the mix. So not, not forgetting that, it'll be a, um, a week in Holland that should be a, a very fun um, trip and a lot of people that can't usually come on an overseas tour because they're too expensive or, or for whatever reason. Um, we'll be coming on that tour. So it'll be great to see some some new faces on tour enjoying what English touring is all about when you're watching cricket. Yeah, I think most people forget we're playing uh, the Netherlands. That's in May, isn't it? It's in June, yeah. Oh, June, is it? Oh, right. mm. And what about some predictions for the, the three test series to see if you... Well, you've already said we're going to uh, win the test against India. Yeah, we'll draw that one. We'll draw that series to all. Um oh. South Africa next, isn't it? Well, New Zealand first. New Sorry, Zealand New Zealand first. and then South Africa. So New Zealand, let's go with one all. And South Africa, two one. Right, we'll hold you to that. And, there you uh, go. And then in the winter, you're going to be busy, aren't you? Because you've got the World Cup, T20 World Cup in Australia. And then you've got a trip to Pakistan, I guess. We haven't been there since 2005. And then back to New Zealand in early 2023. Yeah, that's correct. We've got a, a reasonably good schedule. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of hope hanging on the Pakistan tour that we'll be able to travel there with fans. Uh, the government advice is currently that we can't do that, but we're hoping that will change throughout the year. Um, depending on the government advice, will depend on whether... A lot of the fans go, but no matter what the advice, there will still be a small group of England fans that are there because it's been so long since we were last there. Um, and, and then you've got got a, a lot to look forward to in to early 2023 with with what will be, I think, will be a really good um, New Zealand tour, which because we, we've not been able to get to that part of the world for, for some time. Um, there'll be quite a few going to the T20 World Cup, but I think New Zealand will be the big one in early 2023 with um, hopefully... Um, two, two really good test match in the, one of the most amazing countries that we can ever go to. Yeah, I'd certainly agree on New Zealand and uh, hopefully they choose some suitable venues like they did last time when they went to the Mount Monganui. Mount Monganui, Ham- yeah. Hamilton last time. Absolutely, yeah. We're, we're really looking forward to that tour. And let's hope you can take um, some spectators to Pakistan. We haven't been there since 2005 and I'm sure... Pakistan would love us to go out there. They would, yeah. It'd be really well received. And let's hope that the um, risk factors that weigh into that debate are relaxed or the, the, the issues over there uh, can be sorted with security and transport, et cetera, et cetera. And we'll be able to go there. Let's let's um, have a, all of our fingers crossed. That there's, there'd be so much demand if, if people said it was safe to travel. I, I'm sure of that. Well, thank you for all that, uh, Chris, and uh, the best of luck for the summer. I'll keep an eye on your predictions. Hope it all out, works out for the winter. That's a long way ahead. And uh, thank you again for joining me on this podcast update. No problems. Thanks, Stephen. Take care, thank you. Thank you for listening to The Paddock and the Pavilion. You can download the show on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, SoundCloud, Stitcher and Spotify. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at the pad and pad don't forget if you like the show please do leave us a rating and review sports social podcast network it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.